Hey, it's Greg. Thanks for checking out Toronto Today. Great to have you here on January 19th. Jacinda Ardern resigning as Prime Minister of New Zealand. Not six months from now, not in the spring. Now, like within the next couple weeks, she will step away from politics. I think we can't look at it through a lens of, well, this is bad for women in politics, just like we can't and say it's the greatest thing ever for women in politics when leaders like Jacinda Ardern get elected. There's a big picture here, and there's a long game to play. That said, we're not close to 50% of women representing the House of Commons, Queen's Park, City Council in Toronto. The highest we get is 39% of legislature in Queen's Park is women, are women, rather. Um, 30% of the House of Commons in Ottawa are women. So how close can we get to gender balance? And do women want to be part of the political mudslinging that goes with becoming a politician? I think it's a fair question. Many of them in my life say, I love what I do. I don't want to make that huge commitment and that time away. Let someone else do it. And also, I wish the pay was better. There's also that factor as well. We discuss it on Toronto Today. I guess we could say it was a shocking announcement yesterday, um, but was it? I'll lay out maybe some reason why you could see sort of the train coming. I always say that about politicians. You got to know when to go. Part of leadership is, am I connecting? Are people getting where I'm going? Are we making progress? Um, Jacinda Ardern was everybody's darling for a good chunk of the pandemic, the prime minister of New Zealand. And for a while, people said, why can't Canada do what New Zealand's doing or Australia's doing? Why can't the UK do what New Zealand's doing? It's a lot difficult, a lot more difficult. Um, we've got a massive border with a massive country, okay, and a lot of geographical terrain to cover with, with, with 36 million people actually spread out far and wide, to quote our national anthem. There's 10 times as many people below us, and we trade with those people all the time regarding goods. I think there was some uh, understanding and she was connecting with her public early on. Leadership is indeed connecting. Uh, she lost me at various points the last 18 months. You don't have to agree with that. You can say, no, I wish we were being run very in, in Ardern-esque fashion. But if anything, many people looked at Jacinda Ardern and Justin Trudeau and saw some of the same things. If you like Ardern and Trudeau, you probably like both of them. If you don't love some of what Trudeau and Ardern did, you may have a problem with both of them, okay? Um, I think she was about to lose this fall's election, but I also think it's worth a larger question here to get into. Some of the uh, difficulty for Ardern is she wanted to do things prior to COVID, and she showed a tremendous capacity to lead uh, prior to the pandemic, and the pandemic prevented, as it has done every single politician, an ability to fulfill a mandate. She was young. She was progressive. She said, we're going to change and we're going to make social issues better facing New Zealand. And all of a sudden, she had a crisis right at her doorstep. We all did. John Tory did. Doug Ford did. Justin Trudeau did. It's honestly, honestly, I'll say this. It's rather remarkable that all have won re-election since then. All chose to continue seeking to do the job they did. And maybe the surprise factor is, is that Ardern decided that she wouldn't. By the middle of last year in 22, a lot of people were looking at her, and I don't want to go too deep into New Zealand politics in the 7 o'clock hour of Toronto today, but I'll bring it home in about 20 seconds here and explain why I am. Her polls were starting to get worse. 
the opposition got itself together. That's the big thing as well. Do you succeed in government because your opposition is a hot mess? Now, I will make the case that a big part of Doug Ford's big electoral win in June, and I've made this before, was neither the liberals or NDPs being able to distinguish themselves from each other, neither of the leaders being able to really connect with potential voters as to why you might want to change in Ontario. And I would make the case their party, their their platforms rather, were somewhat indistinguishable. Also, we realized we'd had a lot of Andrea Horvath. She ran four different elections, and that's a lot to run at any level, federal, um, provincial, municipal as well, to be a state governor in the United States. Running four times with the potential for a fifth is a lot. Her moment was in 2018, and she didn't win, and she wasn't going to get any closer than that. And Stephen Del Duca, I would make the case, was wrong person, wrong time, but the liberals didn't have much choice. They've got much better choices already for the next time they organize um, for the next provincial election. But maybe with Ardern, something factors in as well. Um, Women don't seem to want to, and I don't blame them for not wanting to, embrace politics. We want to encourage women and younger women to get into that political boxing ring. But here are the numbers. Women are 30% of Canada's House of Commons. Now, if you look at the numbers, you might think, wait a minute, why aren't people voting for women? They are. But women aren't necessarily running. They don't lose elections with any more regularity than men. They just choose not to run. You've heard so many people say, why can't we get better people in politics, Brady? You say this all the time. You're right. And many women are just too smart to jump in to that mud bit that is politics. They want to stay in the private sector. They're doing amazing work there. They can be a more effective voice, more effective leader. They don't just want to sit on the back benches. Is any factor at all in that there are three really strong women that were kind of eased out of the liberal cabinet? I don't know. Or the liberal caucus? I don't know. But Ardern was in a country where 49.2% of their legislature were women. So is there something specific to Canada that makes women not want to run for politics, not want to run with regularity for office? We just had a female premier in Kathleen Wynne. There are four female premiers right now. But we haven't come close to putting a head of state in since Kim Campbell was prime minister for kind of a hot minute or two before uh, the Cretchen liberals basically smashed the uh, conservative, the progressive conservative party to bits. So I'd Canada ranks 57th in that particular department percentage of legislature that are women. I'd say it's not good enough and I don't think it is, but I'd say also the caveat, maybe it's a job women don't freaking want and who could blame them. You give up so much. You move to Ottawa. Maybe you don't want to, you give up your privacy. Maybe you don't want to, You get harassed on on social media. Worse than men. Absolutely, that's true. Maybe you don't want that either. Like, we have thought about this, haven't we? The Liberals in Ontario made a strong commitment to gender balance in ridings last time out. They said, we're going to run the same number of female candidates as male candidates. But much of it was done randomly and without sensibility. The Liberals have already done their own internal audit of what they did during the last Ontario election campaign. And I bet you they don't make a lot of mistakes the next time around. They did it without any sort of sense as to where the strong candidates were. Who are the opposition incumbents? It was a mess. Like, do you want to win elections or do you just want to look virtuous when you get blown out in them? It's a fair question. I'm being honest. 
Women are 39%, though, of the legislature at Queen's Park. I got a good answer for why it's a bigger number in Toronto than it is in Ottawa. Because it's in Toronto, not in Ottawa. I've got a good answer for that, and that's geography. People will be in Toronto. Your uh, real estate or your apartment or wherever you stay when you go to Queen's Park is obviously tax subsidized. And I'm not saying that it shouldn't be. So there's a lot of questions as to this. Is, is this some obvious trend? Is this a down thing for women running in politics? It's hard, okay? And it's hard for men too. But I'm p- making the point that women might be a lot smarter than men in saying, I don't want to get in that mud pit and I'm going to get a lot more stick than a man for the same job. First of all, we have to change that. We have to change those conditions and level the playing field. Okay. And by the way, it's been documented in the States over and over again. Men don't just vote for men. Women won't just vote for women. Look at the Trump Hillary election. You can see the results right there. You can see the results right there. A lot of women voted for Donald Trump and a lot of men left of center voted for Hillary Clinton. Of course they did. Here's Douglas Murray, a UK author, though, weighing in on some of the problems Ardern started to face in New Zealand. Why her support started to slip. Why people wondered, is she being too smart for the room here? And every politician made mistakes, but some of them acknowledged them more than others. Even on their own terms, they haven't shown the very thing that they've both boasted they have in such large quantities. Neither Arden, Arden doesn't seem to have very much empathy, actually, for the people of the benighted country that she rules over. You know, as every other country in the world is coming out of lockdowns, New Zealand last week announced new restrictions. So she doesn't seem to have all that much empathy for the people of New Zealand. I, I rather wonder whether those of us who went to that country will be asked by our grandchildren what it was like, you know, in this in this country that decided to lock itself off from the world in the 2020s. He gets an opinion. And as we've said, many a leader has been criticized for locking down too hard, not locking down enough, taking it too seriously, not taking it seriously enough. Turns out in the end, Ardern was no different. 